BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to The Daily Break. I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. For a couple of years now, people have been very concerned about the continuing increase in the price of housing that seems to be everywhere, and especially since the pandemic. But with the Fed raising interest rates, there's been some question if maybe we might not start to see the top of that market, at least in some places. And if one analysis is right, we might already be there in some of the hottest markets in the country. Case in point, Phoenix, a market analyst named Lance Lambert, has put a post up on Twitter using data he says came from John Wake, showing that the price of homes in Phoenix has been increasing continuously through 2019, 20, 21, and then now has actually peaked and declined slightly in May of 2022. For example, climbing last year from $365,000 to $458,000, prices appear to have topped out at $515 in April and declined $10,000 to $505,000 in May. Now, that is still 19% up over the previous year, but it is a one-month decline. Now, of course, with the continuous and extraordinary rise in the price of housing all over the country, everybody's been wondering, would this ever end? And will there be a point at which it at least plateaus, if not actually drops? And he's saying, look, might be happening in Phoenix. Now, according to Moody's, Phoenix is one of the highest priced real estate markets in the country, with Boise, Coeur d'Alene, Colorado Springs and Las Vegas being the other top five. And according to chief strategist of Quill Intelligence, Danielle DeMartino Booth, Austin, Phoenix, and Las Vegas metro areas all saw one-third of listings in June with price cuts. Of course, at this point, it's pretty early to tell whether you're talking about a plateau, an actual drop coming, or just a blip in the never-ending or apparently never-ending increase of the price of housing. I will tell you, it's interesting to see this in Phoenix. I lived through the 2005 market craziness. You know, times when you'd see a house that was $100,000 jump up to two fifty and then go for eighty five after the crash. I certainly don't know what to expect, but it just can't continue like this forever. Next from the yes, people in fact can get worked up over that file. Have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? They're a monument built just outside the town of Alberta in Georgia that's composed of six granite slabs, one middle post that is relatively smaller compared to the others, four giant slabs, if you want to imagine like the Ten Commandments writ 19 feet large, each positioned at an angle to the centerpiece, and then a capstone that lays across the other five stones. Nobody's exactly sure who made them. The guy who commissioned the sculpture has remained anonymous. It was built back in the 1980s. And they've kind of been a source of conspiracy theories and some religious people object to them. It's been called the American Stonehenge. The monuments themselves carry the languages of English, Swahili, Spanish, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian with a list of 10 guidelines or recommendations for humanity, most of which are pretty unremarkable. One says balance personal rights with social duties. One says prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Another says protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. And then you see a couple in here that are a little wonky, like avoid petty laws and useless officials. Although, honestly, who can object to that? 
The two that have probably got the most attention is number two, which says guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. And number one, which says maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, which most people take as a recommendation for population control or eugenics or something along these lines. Now, they weren't just commissioned to have these sayings on them. They have a channel through stone, which indicates the celestial pole. You can watch the travel of the sun through one of the elements The sun going through the capstone marks noontime throughout the year. And I mean, other things like this. So it's just kind of an interesting project. What's happened now, though, is that somebody was very upset about this and detonated an explosive device that destroyed at least one of the main pillars and a portion of the capstone as well. According to the Elbert County Sheriff's Office, their folks responded to an apparent explosion that had destroyed a large portion of the structure early this morning. At this point, the law enforcement officials don't know who did it, don't really have any leads, at least not that they're telling us publicly. And online, as you would expect, some people, particularly people who style themselves as religious, are criticizing this, saying that either the person who did the bombing should be celebrated, I kid you not, with a video, or just that this was some act of God intervening against what they perceive as a satanic structure. By the way, for those of you keeping score at home, that's two days in a row the Daily Break has had Satan stories. Coincidence? I think not! Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. And finally to Rhode Island, where a self-described black, queer Rhode Island state senator has become internet famous not for what she did in legislation, not for any of the arguments or causes that she's taken up, but for inverted bikini twerking on the 4th of July. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I'm not recommending, but basically Tiara Mack, a Rhode Island state senator, Democrat, representing District 6, is shown doing a headstand with her back to the camera and what, again, can only accurately be described as air twerking upside down. She does this for several seconds, and then the video cuts to her looking at the camera saying, Vote Senator Mac. Now, what's interesting about this isn't the fact that it's getting criticized by conservatives. That's no surprise. Or that it's getting praised by liberals. That's no surprise. What's interesting is that Senator Mack seems to think that there's something weird in the fact that the Internet finds this fascinating and not all the substantial things that she's done. In tweets following up the TikTok video, she says, Twerking upside down really makes the conservative unhinged Internet accounts pop off on a Monday. Can the media also cover when I won a national championship in May and was named MVP of the match? Can they cover the 10-plus bills I sponsored that the Rhode Island Senate never scheduled for a hearing? How about any of the policy wins had by the youngest black state senator in Rhode Island? She goes on to say, as a black queer woman, you should all know the answer. It's no. Let them carry on their narrative. Me, I'm going to be joyful, free, and unbothered. Now, I certainly don't know the young lady. I don't know what her motives are in this case, but... Whatever you might think about the judgment of somebody who is an elected official behaving like this on TikTok, clearly anybody who understands modern American culture and acts surprised that this is getting attention doesn't have the best judgment. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to Newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. Hit the five-star review before you go, and I promise I will not post a video of myself air-inverted twerking on social media. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.